Good morning, Amanda. Thank you for being with us here today on the Mi Camino series, which is a great opportunity for our listeners, our young scholars, to learn about our very successful alumni here at UC San Diego. So to start with, I would love for you just to share with our audience um, the year you graduated, what was your major, what was your college, and why did you choose to come to UC San Diego? Well, thank you for having me. I am extremely excited. I'm, my name is Amanda Corona. I graduated from UC San Diego in 2009 with a degree in biological anthropology from Muir College. And why did you want to come to UC San Diego? UC San Diego uh, was actually an interesting choice. Uh, it came down to deciding between UC Davis and UC San Diego. And I went to my dad and said, you know, where do I go? And he said, Davis has cows with a straight face and then proceeded to say, San Diego has the chargers. Why would you go anywhere else? And that was a decision that led to probably the best decision I've ever made. Awesome. And maybe you could tell us a little bit more about your parents and your family structure. What was it like growing up? Uh, where did you, what part of uh, California did you come from? So I was born and raised in Orange County, California, but my family is from Guadalajara, Mexico. I am the oldest of four. We are all four years apart, girl boy, girl boy. And my family, I'm actually the first in my family to graduate high school, go to college and graduate from college. And you mentioned your major earlier. What attracted you to that particular major? So biological anthropology was actually not the major I started at UC San Diego with. I initially came to UCSD with the desire to be a pediatrician. So I was bio all the way. And I quickly learned that math and science don't speak to me. And I get a little queasy around blood. So a counselor finally sat me down and said, sweetie, what are you doing? Um, and that's when I decided to take some general electives and I found anthropology. And I walked into that class and after about an hour, I went back to the counselor and said, I'm changing my major. I'm going to be an anthropologist. And what do you remember about your first quarter or year here at UC San Diego? What was that like? And if you had any challenges, how did you overcome them? So my first quarter at UC San Diego was an eventful quarter. Um, I accepted admissions late, so I actually didn't have housing. And when it we came to figure out, you know, where am I gonna live? I was talking to my mom and she said, I think you have an aunt who lives in National City. Let's call her and see if you can stay with her. And then I said, okay, you think I have an aunt. Okay, have I met her? And she's like, I'm not sure, but I'll call your grandma to call your cousin to get her phone number. You don't even have her phone number and you're gonna send me to go live with this stranger? She said, you'll be fine, you'll be fine. And sure enough, she called this woman and she opened me with open arms into her home, into her family, and just treated me as her own, even though she'd never met me and just really helped guide me through that first month of transitioning from home life to college life. Uh, but it was, it was very tricky. I was a bio major, so all of my classes were at 8 a.m. I was commuting from National City, Chula Vista areas, about 6 a.m. every morning just to get to campus, um, which was really taking a toll on my studies, on my personal life, on just everything. So I, I went to Muir College and I asked if I could be put on a wait list. 
And I don't know what was smiling down on me that day, but they found a place for me. And I moved into a triple about a week later. What's a triple? So a triple is uh, one dorm room with three beds, three desks, three dressers, and three complete strangers uh, put together for an entire year. And this was my very first experience living with complete strangers, um, but it was really an opportunity to get to know different people and different academic styles and different interests. I had no idea all the things that people could do. Um, and these girls actually really became my my crutch and my, my support systems. I remember actually about a quarter in um, walking down to the payphone in Muir College when payphones still existed and calling my mom ready to come home. And I was in tears and I, you know, said UCSD wasn't where I wanted to be. I missed my family. I wanted to be closer to home. I made a plan to go to a community college and transfer, you know, a few years later and dial tone. My mother hung up on me and my roommate looks at me and she says, what happened? And I said, my mother hung up on me. And she's like, no, you, you lost connection. Something happened. I was like, no, she hung up on me. And my roommate asked, well, what does that mean? I said, that means I'm not leaving. That means I'm staying here and going to have to figure it out. And she just kind of walked me back to the dorm room in tears. And sure enough, we figured it out. So what, what were some of the things you did to figure it out? So that's when I realized that I needed to find my community at UC San Diego. Uh, prior to this, I was actually commuting back to Orange County to visit family three times a week, which meant that I wasn't looking for opportunities to get involved on campus, to make friends, to you know, connect with faculty, to connect with staff. Um, so I really took an opportunity to look and see where I could find my space. And I was walking through Library Walk one day and I came across this, you know, big, huge sign that said Latina-based sorority informational tonight. And it was my literal and figurative sign of belonging, of community. So I took the plunge and, and went to this meeting to see what it was all about. And it was, it was amazing. I, I walked into a room full of brown faces, full of support, full of conversations that just reminded me of my family, of, you know, a sense of that community that I had been longing for. So maybe you could tell our listeners a little bit more about a Latina sorority. What is that? And what value did it bring to your college experience, but maybe even after your college experience? So the sorority I joined was uh, Lambda Theta Nu Sorority Incorporated. And what really excited me about that group was their pillars. And the things that they focused on was one, academics, two, community service, and three, sisterhood. And for me, that was just the whole well-rounded holistic look of what I wanted to do and be in college. And, you know, I had these, these women who were finally asking me about my GPA, who were, you know, telling me to go to the library, who showed me where the library was, how to study, you know, how to take advantage of internships and centers on campus. Um, and then, in addition to the academics, really taking a look at how we can support our community through, you know, blanket drives, through hosting conferences on campus where we invited middle school Latinas to come and experience what UC San Diego is and to begin to see themselves there. And beyond those two, these women really became my family. 
my home away from home. Um, they were my bridesmaids, my maid of honor, godmothers to my daughters, um, at weddings mutually. They're often calling my mom and calling my sister and just it's a, a huge extended family. So sorority life sounds like it really suited you very well and maybe an excellent opportunity for some young Latinas who might be coming to UC San Diego. Thank you for sharing about that. I'd like to talk a little bit more about family life because I feel like for us first generation Latinos that go to university, there's something that happens in our formative years where our parents are giving us consejos or sharing dichos with us. And I'm wondering if you can recall anything in your formative years that maybe your parents or a parent said to you that really encouraged you to seek uh, higher education. Definitely. Growing up in our household, education was seen as the pinnacle. We were told that education is the one thing that can never be taken away from you. And if you have education in your corner, then you have all the tools that you need. Um, so I never knew anything otherwise, even though my parents don't have high school education um, and have never gone to college, but they knew the value and they knew the importance of instilling it in, it, in us early on. Um, so from the age of two, I knew I was going to go to college. Um, and at the age of maybe about five or seven, I knew I wanted to be a doctor. Um, at that time, I thought a medical doctor, um, and I came to realize that an educational doctor was another path. So educational doctor, tell us a little bit about that. Are, are you in a doctoral program right now? So I am currently a doctoral student at UC San Diego with uh, earning a JDP, Joint Doctoral Program in Educational Leadership. Um, and I'm super excited to be able to continue working in higher education to create support systems for the Latino and Latinx community. Wow, that's exciting. And maybe you could tell um, our audience a little bit about what you currently do now professionally in addition to going to university as a doctoral student. I know that you also work for UC San Diego, so maybe you could tell us a little bit about that. So it's funny how things come full circle. Uh, when I was a student at UC San Diego, I never thought that I would be pursuing a doctorate, let alone an employee of UCSD. I came back to UC San Diego about three years ago as the Director of Alumni Engagement for the Division of Social Sciences, which is a special passion of mine because I graduated with a degree in social sciences. So now to be working with the faculty and the students and the alumni to really share the amazing things and all you know, where UCSD is going in terms of supporting its students and how alumni can give back to the alma mater through mentorship, through volunteer, by simply, you know, being there and allowing other students to see their paths and hear their paths, very similar to this project that you have here today. And Amanda, I know that you live what you just said. I know that you've been active with MANA, and I know that you also are going to be um, doing some volunteer work for the Parent Institute for Quality Education, speaking at their graduation. Maybe you could share a little bit more with our listeners how your higher education um, degree and experience has helped you to get back to the community. Absolutely. So uh, while at UCSD, I wasn't 100% sure what I was going to do with my degree, what difference I was going to make in the world, who I was, but in reflection and all of the experiences after, I've come to realize that 
while at UC San Diego, I learned the foundational things. I learned the importance of networking, of communication, of, you know, just speaking to people and hearing people's experiences and allowing them to tell you what they need and how you can support. And, you know, giving back to the community is just that, is listening to the community and finding out what their needs are, as opposed to going in there and telling them, I think you need to do this and this is how you should do it. Because who better than ourselves to know what we need? So allowing the community to lead us and to guide us and allowing us to be empowerment agents on their behalf. So for our young scholars who are listening today to this recording, what advice do you have for them? My biggest piece of advice for young scholars is you are enough. You are where you are for a reason. You deserve any and everything that you accomplish and achieve and work towards. And while things might not make sense right now, they will eventually make sense. So just trust the process, take it one day at a time and make sure you breathe. And apply to UC San Diego, right? Absolutely. (laughs) Amanda, thanks for joining us today. I really appreciate it. Thank you for having me.